Hey everyone, this is your host here, Diogo, and today we are here to talk about 10 essential key takeaways if you're in crypto. Basically, you can, if you're listening to this, or you're new in crypto, or you've been in crypto for the last couple of months and you haven't been through a bear, a bear year or a bearish trend, this is a podcast for you. I've been seeing lots of people not taking attention, not paying attention, not paying enough attention to these topics right here. So let's jump into it. This is the Daily Cast. No finesse, just your fix on finance, watches, crypto, and savings. Keep up to date with the Daily Cast podcast and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. So basically starting our 10 essential key takeaways, uh, I just want to uh, make it clear that uh, these are, they are not really 10, they are 11, but uh, they are like 10 essential and then the, one of them is just a, a mere information for you guys to take into consideration when you're, when you're buying uh, crypto or uh, any kind of NFTs, tokens and coins. Um, these are the main doubts that you can have when you're trying to enter this world and I I, I always try to uh, make everyone feel more comfortable when they are buying this kind of stuff. It's important to have all the information that you can when you're investing, it lowers your risk, it gets you more comfortable uh, buying uh, tokens and coins uh, and actually uh, it reduces a lot like I said uh, the risk and I think that's important I think it's important for you to take care of your money and to actually uh, have a pretty clear notion of the risk you have of losing all your money and that's the, basically the first the first key takeaway is that crypto is a high volatile uh, financial asset it's uh, it, you actually speculate you you don't invest we can we can go through that on another on, in, in another podcast if you guys want uh, you can lose all your money. Um, it's well, it's highly volatile. Uh, it's not for the weekends. Um, like 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 me, I I do accept the risk. Uh, my risk tolerance is quite high, and I can't I can like withstand like drops of five to ten thousand euros like per day, for example. Uh, well, compared to uh, to percentages, you have to be ready to basically uh, lose up to 80, 90% of all your money in a day. And well, it's highly volatile, so that's, that's basically normal and it's, and it's healthy. But that's another key takeaway to, to talk about uh, next. It's not, not, not right now. Let's start with, um, with basically uh, the, the main, one of the main key takeaways. Uh, I named it the, the first one, but the first one was actually uh, the volatility of the market. The first I have here uh, is you don't own coins, you actually own private and public keys. And what's the difference of a public and a private key? Uh, a public key allows you to receive cryptocurrency transactions, basically. It's a cryptographic code that's, a, that's uh, basically paired to a private key. While anyone can send transactions to the public key, you, you will need the private key to unlock them and prove that you are the owner basically of the cryptocurrency received in the, the, the transaction. So guys, I don't know if you guys knew, the, knew this, but you're not actually buying coins or tokens. You're, you're not a pirate. Uh, you, you're not buying stash, stashes of coins in, in bags. You, you're basically buying this two combined, the public key and private key. 
uh, and this is basically what you're buying. So don't don't get confused. Is it's 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 uh, like I said, uh, it's a cryptographic code. It's it's simple, but it's it's I think it's key for you guys to understand how this whole world uh, actually works. Moving on to the second key takeaway, uh, you own either own fungible tokens or you own non-fungible tokens. Uh, basically, and this pushes us a bit towards NFTs. Uh, we're not we're not uh, gonna speak about NFTs like right now, uh, probably in a couple of minutes, since it's uh, it's one of the key takeaways as well. Uh, but basically, a fungible uh, a fungible token um, are basically uh, well. I'll give you guys an example. If if you have a Bitcoin and I have a Bitcoin, we basically have the same value. So basically right now we would have each 56k dollars basically that's a fungible that's a, that's a fungible token it's basically old basically features it's it's exactly the same and it has exactly the same value it's a coin it's the same exact coin when we enter the world of non-fungible tokens or NFTs as you guys might know it uh, non-fungible tokens are able to, uh, with prior keys of course, maintain a specific value and that's why it's so important in my opinion and it's basically the future when you want to basically buy, let's imagine a house and you're, you live in like Portugal and you want to buy a house in, a, in like uh, London for example. You can buy for example 10% of that house and it's included in a non-fungible token and that non-fungible token uh, actually increases in value or decreases in value uh, uniquely and not connected to the rest of the the other tokens because it's a non-fungible token it basically basically you can even have a non-fungible token connected to a watch basically to the, to the to the value of the watch and the watch and the watch can be kept on a safe and basically you can just trade the tokens for example uh, but this is a, this is a whole other topic for for another podcast that I really want to do about uh, NFTs and what I believe is the future and how can we achieve that but Let's keep on moving. Uh, the third, the key takeaway is there's multiple coins running on Binance Smart Chain, ERC, etc. Like the coins, when, when, let's imagine you're buying uh, a different protocol. Uh, let's imagine you're buying this coin X, for example. Uh, you might believe that the coin has its own mainnet to run but sometimes and uh, well most of the times like like I'll give you guys an example uh, USDT Tether runs on the Ethereum network which is uh, ERC um, and that's the, I think that's important to know uh, it's important to actually for you guys to organize your minds and actually know how the system works and know the importance of these uh, chains and mainnets like the Ethereum, Binance, uh, Polkadot, uh, Cardano, for example. Uh, basically, basically, if I'm not mistaken, these are layer layer one. Then you have layer two and all that. I believe it goes up to layer five. I believe, uh, but this is a more complicated conversation to have right now. Uh, let's move on to the fourth. Uh, well, basically, it's stable coins work by being backed by fiat currency. And we talked about about Tether USDT that is uh, is on the Ethereum network, and uh, well, let's explain how stable coins work. Uh, when I'm depositing money on my broke my 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 broker accounts like the Binance or Crypto.com or maybe Coinbase, I don't really use it that often. Um, 
I deposit euros and then I convert it immediately to to USDTs. Uh, basically, a stablecoin works, and let's let's imagine. Let's imagine I have five coins of one dollar each, and then I have five coins of USDT. Basically, to control the offer and demand and to maintain this a super low volatility, so it basically is a stablecoin. So it works like a stable coin, it's stable. Basically what, what happens is, let's imagine all of a sudden $1 disappears from the five you add. Now you have $4. So what, the, what this stable coin network does is, it burns one of the tokens. So now you have four tokens for $4 and that's how they maintain the stability. Basically it, it's, it's that easy. But sometimes I find people that don't really know how it works and it's important to know um, the, the ba benefits of actually having the stable coins and actually the benefits of of actually having these on Binance for example when you want to buy not not, not the cryptos like uh, because you won't be you won't be able to you won't be able to buy um, like let's like Tron or uh, you, you can buy the, the bigger ones with euros but you, you, you won't be able to buy like the graph or avalanche with euros and you will have to convert those to USDTs. And moving on, uh, fifth, uh, corrections are normal and healthy. And well, I, I've talked about this uh, on the on the last podcast. It's super normal. It's 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 super healthy to reset a bit the the the, the technical analysis and the, and the, and the graphics. Uh, you can check all this on the CryptoQuant, for example, Glassnode. Uh, you can check all these indicators. Uh, it's important for us to to actually regulate moving averages. Of, uh, actually, uh, there, and there's all these um, technical analysis indicators that you can use as well, like Fibonacci levels, a moving average. But but th that's a bit more technical for this podcast. But so you guys know, corrections are totally normal and healthy. Don't be a weak hand. Uh, we have all this institutional power uh, investing in crypto right now. They're actually taking advantage of you and you guys selling them your your coins. Don't do that. They they know perfectly what they're doing. Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan Chase, um, uh, all, all the all these big banks. Morgan Stanley, for example, uh, you have Visa, uh, Tesla, MicroStrategy, uh, Grayscale, uh, PayPal, all these are investing in crypto right now. And it's normal to, to actually, uh, when you have these big bigger players, it's normal that when, and basically the miners pools, it's, 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 it's normal for, for them to dump uh, a, a bit so they can uh, buy lower and to actually manipulate the market a bit for their uh, own benefit. But that's that's totally normal. Just hold on, uh, oddle, <laughs> like like we like we all say, uh, and it's totally healthy for our markets if we want to continue our bullish trend to till the end of the year and who knows till 2022. Uh, moving on, uh, sixth, most NFTs are running in Ethereum. Most NFTs are running in Ethereum. Then you have Tron and all these new projects that are bringing NFTs to their uh, to their platforms. Uh, when you're talking about broker apps like crypto and Binance, I heard that Binance is working as well on on having an NFT platform. And uh, crypto, I believe it was the first big broker to actually have um, an NFT platform, which is good. And that's why I bought CROs. 
Um, by the way, Binance is having a major, one of the biggest coin burns uh, uh, ever on the, on the 30th of April. So just uh, you guys, uh, you guys can be warned to that. Uh, like I saying, like, like I was saying, most NFTs are, are running in ETH, and that's important for all network. Of course, you're gonna have uh, these gas taxes, these gas fees uh, going on. Uh, but that's important for you to know because, like, I see mo most people talking about NFTs, and they don't really realize that sometimes when they're speaking speaking bad things about Ethereum, they're actually speaking bad things about their uh, their NFTs, and uh, they're both connected. Um, you, you, of course, you can be buying NFTs based on, on the Tron network, of course, but mostly Ethereum is is connected, is strongly connected to NFTs. Uh, moving to the seventh, when you transfer, buy or sell, you're actually paying fees not only to your broker but to the network as well, and these are known as gas fees or uh, transaction fees, and they're paid uh, to the guys running. Uh, nodes and running the transactions that that they provide compu compu computational power to the network and they get these rewards that are your tokens you're basically paying uh, the network for hosting your transactions basically moving on to the eighth this was quite simple moving on to the eighth uh, there's different ways to always be earning stacking like stacking like uh, farming launch pools p2p landing p2p landing I, I wouldn't suggest it but I, I like earning uh, I like stacking, basically earning and stacking are basically the same stuff. Uh, you can, like for example, on Binance, basically the bigger the bigger coins are uh, like most times the ones that pay you the last API, like one to two percent. Uh, that's still better than most banks on your country, uh, but you can like find like I, I, I once found out about one giving almost one hundred percent on your investment uh, stacking. So if you're on Binance or Binance is the category category savings and on crypto is actually stacking, uh, earning, I believe. You can do this and you can farm as well. Basically, I'm also doing a farming right now on Binance. This is not financial advice. Uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a farming on TLM, which is a, it's an Alien, Aliens World NFT game. And basically what you do is you give them your BNBs they stake your BNBs, they basically farm these other coins with your BNBs and you get your BNB, BNBs back and plus the coins that they are farming. Then you have uh, actually launch pools. Uh, basically launch pools, I, I, I did one I did, I did one actually one day ago with uh, Toko Crypto, with, which is the token for the Indonesia uh, crypto, crypto um, broker. Uh, actually did quite okay with 3,000, 3, went up 3,000% actually, was quite good. And then you have P2P landing, which is, which might, might be dangerous and I wouldn't suggest it at all. Ninth. Be aware of your country taxes on crypto. Here in Portugal, we don't, we still don't have it. Uh, on the United States, I know that that they are quite uh, well done in terms of uh, regulating uh, crypto gains. Uh, but right now in Portugal, uh, it's it's quite nice. But be aware of the country where you are regarding your crypto gains. Um, tenth. Uh, you can leverage your crypto both in isolated and cross-margin, but be aware 
of the collateral and use stop losses. Stop losses are so important if you want to lower your risk and actually lock in profits. Uh, you can go to sleep and be secure that you're, if, if it drops, you have a stop loss and it's gonna basically close your position uh, in the moment you want and in the value you want. Uh, what's leveraging? Basically leveraging is borrowing, borrowing tokens um, and actually investing and uh, if you weren't based on the, the tokens you borrowed plus the tokens you already had, uh, you basically earn the profits of the complete value and you can leverage two times, three times, up to, I heard someone is doing 125 times, which is insane and it's ultra difficult to work. Uh, but uh, there's two methods, it's doing an isolated margin, which basically if it drops, it just consumes that coin itself. When it's a cross margin, you have a big, a bigger margin, but it's going to be connected to uh, your whole portfolio. And if it goes bad, it will burn your whole portfolio. So that's dangerous. But then again, it's up to you to define your risk tolerance uh, and tolerance to volatility. Uh, one more topic for us to finish the podcast is the 11th. You can store your crypto in cold storage using a ledger. For example, there's a couple of a couple of, of, of companies actually providing this. I trust Ledger and I use Ledger. Uh, it's important for you to have a cold storage, especially with all this hacking going on and like that, that news about Facebook leak, leaks and all that. Uh, and I, I believe it's important for you to, to storage your tokens and, and crypto on Ledger. But be aware that uh, take, and, and take in consideration the gas fees that you'll spend on moving your tokens to the ledger. And on the ledger, you, you won't be able to sell or buy uh, most of the tokens. So that's that's one more step you'll have to do is actually transferring the, the, the tokens to your ledger. And then if you want to sell, you have to transfer back your tokens to the your broker account and all that. It's a bit difficult, but it's the safest way. Uh, and it's not that expensive. You, I, I think you can actually buy uh, a ledger for 50 bucks and then the, the, the best one for 90 bucks. And compared to the value you may lose, I think that's, that's pretty okay with it. Uh, that's it, guys. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you guys have any doubts, uh, please uh, feel free to send me a DM. Remember, guys, this is not financial advice. Uh, feel free to drop a like, uh, subscribe the podcast, share the podcast, share it with a friend that might not know about this, that uh, show them that you are concerned about their money and show them that it's okay and it's easy to take a better control of the money that you invest. Uh, don't forget once again to, to subscribe. Uh, you can you guys can uh, send me a, a DM on Instagram or uh, Send me a DM on Twitter. I'm there as well. Uh, on on the, on the future, on the I'll, I'll have our my basically my soon to be uh, YouTube. I hope it's coming out soon enough. I already have the trailer done, and I'm I'm just working on making some more content so I can be more at ease when posting. But that's it, guys. Thank you, guys, once again. Let me know if you have any feedback or any suggestions for more key takeaways. And see you guys next time.